And we're back with another VPN plug. <laughs> okay. Nobody was expecting that one, probably. They were just like, what? <laughs> so before we begin, that's, that's what I was kind of getting to. Make sure you guys check the description out. Actually, this episode is going to be telling you why you need to get one and why it's good to have a good one. So make sure you guys do check the description below. Protect yourself before you wreck yourself. And you get caught in the crossfires of half the shit that we're about to talk about right now. Uh, make <laughs> sure to check out and get yourself BuzzTV, BuzzTVGlobal.com. You want to make sure to check out some of the great devices over Buzz over at BuzzTVGlobal. You can't hear me? Yeah, you're soft. Dude, what's going on? Hella soft. You sound hella far away. I'm not far away. You're far away. It's like, thank you for getting the buzz. Okay, that, <laughs> that should be a little better. Let me hear. Buzz TV. There you go. BuzzTVGlobal.com. <laughs> Can you guys hear me better? Okay, whatever. Yes. Whatever. Yeah. Check out Buzz TV. <laughs> Get the buzz. <laughs> Get buzzed at Buzz TV. Where's your microphone anyway? Is it like. No, it's literally right in front of my face, right here. Maybe turn it the other way or something. No, just just keep going. You're good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing we're going to talk about it's actually the 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 title of this: Netflix banning VPNs. You are being targeted. People's ears are probably going to be like, "What?" Yep. So. We knew this was a long time coming, but they're now, and, and this is, all these articles today are going to be brought to you by uh, Torrent Freak, which we think that's an insider from somewhere. Somewhere over the rainbow. Somewhere over the rainbow. <laughs> so Netflix intensifies VPN and targets residential IP addresses too. Um, so Netflix has stepped up its efforts to ban VPN and proxy users from bypassing geographical restrictions. Now, we've heard a lot of people say, and I know we've talked about like, we've talked about the legality and the gray lines, and it's not really gray. It's kind of black and white on this. And 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 you'll hear other YouTubers, you'll hear other users, you'll hear other, I don't know, TikTokers, <laughs> like Telegrammers. Wow. You'll hear people say differently that that get a VPN and you could remote into Brazil from the UK and watch whatever they have. Well, it's 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 not legal to do that in 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 layman's terms. Um, well, it's not in line with their terms and services. It's not in line with their terms and services and. If the UK doesn't have permission to stream stuff that's available in Brazil, then there's there's all kinds of stuff that could happen. And people say there's a gray area, though. Well, not really. <laughs> it's you're going completely against what the agreement is. Um, and what's funny is I hear this plug from many different YouTubers and companies. There's companies that produce products and companies solely around I'm, this i'm not even and you know what i'm not even talking about like 
like streamers, like like okay, so within the streaming community, and we always bring up the streaming community. Um, you know, we have very very few people out there that talk about certain things, and um, you know, we got like Free Tech, we got Lee TV, we got Doc Squiffy, us, you know, the good ones that we're trying to get you guys all the information. If I missed you, sorry, I'm not gonna name all everybody, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's. We're trying to get you the information so that way you guys can make a decision. Now, there are other YouTubers, and I'll I'll throw these names out because I don't give a shit about these guys. Um, you'll hear M M M K B H D or whatever thing, Marcus Brownlee. Um, yeah. You'll hear um, you're like, oh, you're throwing shots on the big ones now. You're talking about Linus, um, Jay's two cents. Um, Dude, who's the other guy too? I, I've heard him talk about it. Um, ben Shapiro. Like these are some bigger YouTubers or some people that are have ben like Shapiro. Uh, yeah, they have like celebrity platform levels, um, and they'll say like, "Oh yeah, it's good to have a VPN because if you want to watch this thing and you're outside of the country and you want to remote into." netflix they literally say netflix <laughs> this is how you can do it and it's just like bro that's completely against like netflix's terms of service maybe not the vpn because the vpn doesn't give a shit but they're literally like incriminating people to do something you know and the thing is that youtube don't do nothing about it it's just like dude they're actually doing this in the beginning, so it's not like you're missing anything, and YouTube turns a blind eye to it, of course. Um, so, and there is VPNs out there that you could do split tunneling. Yes. Do you want to explain that real quick for those of the people who don't know what split tunneling is? Sure. So split tunneling is basically um, allowing certain applications to go through the VPN as regular like uh, data transfers. So you can have a VPN for all your personal data and then say, hey, for Netflix per se, I don't want to use the VPN for that, but I want to use it for everything else. So you can select whatever applications you don't want to apply the VPN connection to. Yeah. Um, so hope everybody got that one. <laughs> so what's happening here is six years ago netflix started blocking customers who tried to access its service over a commercial vpn or proxy service these changes came after copyright holders repeatedly complained that copy that that pirates were bypassing netflix geographical restrictions it's funny how they call the daily user pirates and they're just like i'm just using my vpn i'm not i'm just i'm just using my vpn i'm not downloading anything or and, and the thing is, is that they're, they're these customers that are using it like this let's be real the average person doesn't even know they're doing something that's wrong according to the terms and services because nobody's actually reading the terms and services and they're just going off of whatever youtube video or whatever influencer said hey you can do this with this so they're like all right i'm doing this with this they don't know they're a pirate. They don't know they're a pirate. They don't know they're out looking for booty. They don't know <laughs> for booty. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I got that. <laughs> so the VPN ban caused a lot of frustration for legitimate VPN users. And again, 
I would say legitimate VPN users are probably about 90% of those VPN people. And if and and you know what, if they are using them and then they switch over to Netflix, it's not like they're purposely trying to do something, you know what I mean? They're Look, just like, oh, cool. A legitimate VPN user, I would think, is somebody who's a little bit more seasoned with using VPNs and wouldn't know how to use something like split tunneling. Yeah. I would think. Well, well, I would say I would, you know, I would even I would go the other way too, though, with that. I would say a seasoned person definitely for sure. But I would also say somebody who just doesn't know. Like here in California, we have a lot of people from um, like Brazil, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Mexico. If you go to Miami or Florida, actually anywhere in Florida, you'll get a bunch of Cubans and 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 Trinis and <laughs> dude. Yeah, you'll get a lot of people from like the, the Caribbeans or the Caribbeans. Is it Caribbean or Caribbean? Car- ca- 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 oh my god <laughs> leave us a comment leave us a review let me know and it's i know it's caribbean. gonna be hard so it's is it caribbean, number man. one it's the caribbean is it number one caribbean i went okay so is it number two caribbean so in trinidad we have a beer and it's called carib right so i went to the local beer store here and i got into an argument with the employee right and i'm like mm-hmm. yo you have any carib Right. Cause they have like the Jamaican beers and they have whatever, like the imports from the Caribbean. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's like, do you mean Carib? And I'm like, no, that's not, that's not what I'm looking for. And I'm like, <laughs> it's Carib. And he's like, Carib. And then we went back and forth like three, four times. And he's like, Carib, like Caribbean. And I'm like, all right, I'm leaving. Bye. <laughs> I was like, how are you going to tell me how to pronounce my damn beer? <laughs> So there you go. Everybody let us know in the comment. One or two. Let us know what you guys think it is. Um, so there's a lot of people that from are there that will come over here and they want to watch their their novellas or their news or whatever it is from over there. And what is the word? What is the word when somebody doesn't know? Not gullible, not ignorance. I guess ignorance, ignorance I guess. Is bliss. You don't really want to call somebody ignorant, but you ignorant fool. You ignorant <laughs> <laughs> Don't bypass my Netflix, you ignorant fool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of like one of those things that they just they just don't know and it's not like we're calling them names, they just literally are oblivious, you know? But that that kind of is an ignorance though, right? Cuz then you kind of bypass the terms and service, you click accept, you're ignorant to how you're supposed to use the service you're playing for. It's not we're not using it in a derogatory way. It right. is like, you know, it's a it's a blissful ignorance. It's exactly yeah. what it is. So it's kind of I I would throw those people in there too. Those legitimate users. Like they're legitimately using them but they just don't fully understand. Um, so bypassing restrictions, there are various ways of a VPN service that have managed to circumvent these blocking efforts. Most keep the technical details private, but it's commonly known that some are using residential IP addresses as proxies to make it look like VPN users are regular ISP subscribers. Yeah. So it's like a cat and mouse game, you know, it's, it's, it's a constantly like chase and, 
so Netflix, Netflix bans residential IP addresses. Netflix doesn't explain which IP addresses are blocked and why, but the most recent recent efforts are much broader than before. These issues were, was brought um, to their attention, the Torrent Freak, by We VPN, which noticed that the update geofencing system is now blocking residential IP addresses. These IP addresses are assigned to common consumer ISPs such as AT&T, Comcast, Verizon, etc. While it makes sense for Netflix to put an end to these workarounds, there appears to be some collateral damage. So there's they're blocking like actual people's homes now. <laughs> yeah, because they're going through like a proxy, right? Yeah. Um and, and the thing is is like if Netflix sees cuz like we see we did an episode a few weeks ago talking about adding additional homes to your Netflix potentially in the future, right? And mm-hmm. if we see multiple different accounts, Netflix accounts, using the same IP address, then most likely it is coming from a proxy or a VPN, and it's easy to flag. Yeah. So if anybody's experienced this, if you're just like, I turn my VPN off and – my Netflix is still not working. Um, this is what the advice is. Um, contact your ISP, your internet service provider, whoever it is, you need to contact them. So while Netflix hasn't released an official comment on the situation, the company is aware of this issue, though. There was a user on Twitter, and I don't know if you've heard about this, there is a user on Twitter that got, got advice to contact their ISP from Netflix. And the, con- the, 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 the Twitter, the tweet from this guy said, at Netflix, I'm having issues watching several region-locked shows like The Flash. <clears throat> Over cellular network, but I can watch them on my Wi-Fi. Your system says I have a VPN or proxy server running, which I don't. The latest iOS app didn't fix it. Hashtag about to lose a customer. <laughs> like Netflix isn't losing enough customers already. I'm a little confused why they would tell them to contact the ISP because it's not a block. From hold on. Hold, let me let me finish here. Calm, calm, hold your bridges on. <laughs> Netflix reply was. Hi. And the person's name. Help is here, and then they put a little like, like a little. It's like, dude, don't be cute, assholes. Don't be cute. <laughs> if you do not have proxies, comma VPNs, comma or other routing software, but still see this message, contact your internet service provider. They will be determined why. Your IAP address is associated with proxy or VPN use. And then they have a little bit.ly link. So they need to contact their... So for me, this is what I'm picking up by Netflix is saying this. The ISP, your internet service provider, is saying like, oh, this person's using a VPN, which they can know if you are using one. Yeah. They don't know what you're doing, but they can see like, oh, yes, they're using it and they're rerouting it. 
So what the ISP is doing is they're stamping it as these, these people do use a VPN or rerouting software program. Netflix is now saying like, okay, cool. Um, this IP address now is flagged as a VPN user block. Straight out. That's it. <laughs> well, there, your ISP is going to give you two different uh, IP addresses, right? Static and dynamic, right? And one of them changes, right? So mm -hmm. you could refresh with an IP address that came from a flagged one from Netflix as well, right? Like yep. one of the solutions from an ISP, the only solution I can really think of is them giving you a new IP address that's potentially not flagged, but they wouldn't know on their side if it's flagged or not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like that's still a Netflix issue. And see, for for those of you that saying like, see, this is why I'm quitting Netflix or this is why I, I got rid of Netflix. Netflix is not worth it. You're already paying a lot of money. It's so much. But stuff like this for actual customers that are using it, this is part of the reason, another reason, why they say, cool, I can't get your Netflix. Well, guess what? I'm going to get your Netflix in another way, not through Netflix. And the, 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 the brutal cycle never ends. You know, did you, uh, did you see Netflix is not number one anymore? Number one in what? Subscribers. Total subscribers or quarter subscribers? Total, total, total. Somebody passed them or did they lose that many <laughs> <laughs> or both? <laughs> so, so not, like kind of, they kind of passed them, but it's Disney as a whole. So with Hulu and oh, ESPN yeah. and they finally just caught up to the total number of subscribers with Netflix and just passed them by a hairline. But that's not like Disney plus that's Disney's conglomerate, right? Yeah. Well, they should count it as the, a whole conglomerate because it's you know they have the whole bundle deal they have the whole bundle deal and and you could get one or you can get all three for the same so, price as netflix so they yeah. should count it <laughs> they should count it right and what would make it even even more freaking sweet yeah is is, is if each application had more subscribers individually by netflix then it's just like dude these three apps individually has more than you do that would be pretty awesome too right so right. pretty cool pretty cool and, and like i said they should count all three because they have that whole bundle thing anyway so yeah i'm down <laughs> so, so <is> netflix <laughs> and subscribers okay so here's here's the next topic and i know you were just like "Ooh, that sounds interesting um people are about to lose their shit right now on this one 32.5 million pirate eyeball <laughs> IP television <laughs> IPTV lawsuits must be dismissed due to and quoted encrypted traffic. So is that a VPN? <laughs> You're like, tell me more. <laughs> So, this is very interesting. A 32.5 million copyright infringement lawsuit filed by Dish Network claims, and it's funny how it's always Dish. 
And it's because people are restreaming Dish and, and they're going, Dish is like anybody that's touching us, good luck because we're coming after everybody, <laughs> you know? So the lawsuit filed by Dish Network claims that CDN company, Data Camp, failed to prevent several pirate TV providers, IPTV providers from pirating its contents even after receiving hundreds of DMCA notices, you know, the cease and desist notices. So imagine somebody telling you hundreds of times, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Stop Eventually stop they're just going to punch you in the face. Dude, yeah. It's like, <laughs> dude. So Data Camp has just informed the court that since it's unable to monitor encrypted traffic, there is no liability and the lawsuit must be dismissed. Well, then. <laughs> yeah, so it, gets, the it gets below yeah. VPN down there somewhere. So Dish Network's campaign against this whole pirated ecosystem is large, but also unique. Anyone involved from the biggest fish to the smallest fry, of course, is a potential target. From those who captured or distributed streams to those who sell, resell, whatever, Dish and partner Negrastar can easily come with come up with a tailored cash settlement or full-blown lawsuit for any entity facilitating the above. So what happened was, and of course, a lot of like a lot like all of this is happening in the UK. Ooh, and there's some names. So in February of this year, Dish filed a lawsuit in Illinois here in the States against a UK-based CDN hosting company, DataCamp. Should I name these services? Ah, I don't know. Maybe. Sure. Or I'll, I'll pass these ones. I'll pass. I'll pass it. <laughs> There's a lot of them. I don't think I don't think we've heard some of these, though. Um, yeah, I don't think we've heard some of these. They're all from the UK. Um, so, oh, where does it say about the, okay, so here it is the encryption, no access, no knowledge. So in respect to the users, providers listed in the complaint, data camp says the dish fails to, and cannot allege that any are, or were customers of CDN 77 which is a data packet. Data packet is a server and connectivity provider designs to shift subscriber data across the internet. Data camp adds noting that the providers only responsible to customers is to ensure it stays connected to the internet. So all they're saying is when you subscribe to us, all we're doing is giving you a direct connection to the internet. We could fill in the blanks after that. A data packet has no access, let alone involvement with the software those subscribers are installing, nor does data packet maintain any access to the material displayed or viewed by end users of its network, which is completely encrypted. It's motion to dismiss. That's how it reads. Because data packet is merely a server provider, it has no more involvement in the alleged infringement that a hardware manufacturer providing a direct infringer with a computers and or routers, a power utility company providing a direct infringer with electricity <laughs> or a web 
hosting service providing a direct infringer with a web address. They don't have anything on, on like, there's nothing on there. So when somebody connects, it's kind of like a VPN. When somebody connects and they come in, the session is being held for that split second. The second they change a channel, change the site, log off or close off, it's gone. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> Someone's ringing my doorbell? Hold on. Message. <laughs> that was awesome. So next I was going to go check his doorbell real quick. <laughs> so this is some interesting stuff. This is some interesting, really interesting stuff that I know most of us haven't really like heard about, like with CDNs and stuff like that. So data camp says that a finding of a liability requires knowledge of specific infringing uses of his of its technology evidenced by the ability to monitor or control infringing content since dish complaints acknowledge that data camps tv provider uh uh providers customers encrypt their streams that only their subscription paying customers can view them that limit data camps knowledge so they have absolutely nothing nothing and they're even they're saying even if data camp could view the data even if data camp could view the data passing through the alleged services to those companies customers which cannot because there's no there's no sessions that are being held data camp would be wholly unable to discern what content the data includes or where the data is being routed so even if they say oh yeah sure we could see this address they can't see what they're doing either because it's 100 private it just shows connected and that's it but it doesn't say what they're doing because it's encrypted so there's an encryption within their encryption so that way it absolutely protects everybody including the company that they're allowing these connections. So, so with ISPs, we've seen them have advanced securities on their modems, right? And do you think that DISH could be pushing towards some kind of filter in the future that make it, sorry, mandatory for companies like this to have a filter up? So no matter the encryption, the traffic still can't go to certain destinations. Um, or come from certain destinations or filter certain keywords or whatever the hell it is. They would have to do something very similar to what, well, actually what we just talked about with Netflix, like banning proxies or banning um, rerouted software. You know what I mean? That's the only thing I can think of, honestly. And if that happens, dude, if that happens, you know what they're going to do already. Hashtag about to lose a customer. <laughs> I just think that there's too much money invested into, whoa, half my head disappeared, uh, into situations like this for Dish just to shrug their shoulders and give up, right? Their, their, their investigation is going to evolve just as, like, we're just 
touching the tip of the iceberg with Dish getting involved in this stuff. Like they're still learning how to do their investigations properly. They're still learning how to get to wherever they want to go. And that's blocking the quote unquote pirates, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll see. We shall surely see. Okay, moving on. This is pretty hilarious, and I know you're going to get a kick about this one. Um, and I know you mentioned it, and I was like, oh, I got this one. House of the Dragon leaks. HBO wields DMCA and hunt for a mystery Reddit user. <laughs> oh, man. So HBO hopes that it's uncoming Game of Thrones prequel. House of the Dragon will be as successful at its predecessor. So a prequel, if you guys don't know, this is what happened before Game of Thrones, which I actually kind of like that they do that. They they have your show. If it does well, do a prequel before it or do something, a spinoff afterwards or a spinoff during, which, you know, that way it could connect stories. I like that. I wish they did that with Boardwalk Empire with Nucky, the Luciano brothers, Al Capone like that. That show was just awesome. Um. So a Reddit user claims to have leaked plot summaries for every single episode, bro. <laughs> Noting that two account suspensions by Reddit add credibility to those leaks. <laughs> so were the suspensions done before or after after <laughs> well, i guess that is credibility so reddit some users... people think that reddit is the dark web like you're not safe just because you post something on reddit reddit is public forum dumb nuts yeah yeah well reddit and the in the sub the sub domain is r r forward slash free folk subreddit describes itself as a web as a web as a wide open and minimal moderated subreddit where game of thrones and related leaks can be discussed minimal moderation may be the aim but there are limits on what people can post to reddit and live to tell the tale <laughs> last week a user called hot d leaks kicked up a storm with a post titled leak plot summary for every episode of house of the dragon. According to various comments, the post delivered on its promises, but not everyone was convinced of its credibility soon. However, the account got suspended. <laughs> this is, this is what I see. This, this, this is, this is my, This is my two cents on this. And and you tell me how you feel about it. You know I don't like to watch Marvel um, trailers. And even though it's an official trailer from Marvel on a commercial or whatever, I don't want it to spoil what I'm about to go watch. You know, like, I was blown away when I saw... Um, when I saw, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, Doctor Strange. Strange. Doctor Strange, yeah. Dude, Spider-Man. Like, 
I saw trailers of Thor 4 and I was like, cool. The trailers didn't really, the trailers kind of blew a couple things for me, but at the same time, I still enjoyed the movie. But at the same time, I'm thinking like, like, you know what? Like, and, and actually I, I've come to this conclusion. If I run into one of the trailers, I might watch it if I'm really interested or I might just skip it because I really like that. Like, suspense of going to the theater and being like oh my gosh like dude wakanda forever i want to go and watch it and be blown away i don't want sneak peeks i don't want any teases i don't want anything for a commercial about it you know the the new the new you know what i will do though is the the hulk like like the Hulk uh, trailer that that's coming out. I did watch it and I was like, oh cool, they're gonna have um you know for She Hulk, they're gonna have Hulk there too. That's cool. It doesn't really blow anything because it's introducing something, at least from what I saw. But as far as the movies go, I don't want to see the Wakanda Forever because I'm like I don't want to be like oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, and then I get there like <laughs> I'm already expecting some stuff. You know what I mean? But that's the thing. If if like for you, what's 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 your most I don't know favorite movie or your favorite character or favorite show that you would watch? Like, what's your favorite? That's hard to say. Like I, I... if if they announced, I, okay, so I know you like Deadpool. If they announced, hey, there's a new Deadpool movie. How excited are you going to be? One to ten. Uh I'm going to be. I don't get overly excited, but I'll be looking forward to watching it. Is there anything else that could beat that, that you'd be even more excited about it? I'm excited for Deadpool because I know that, you know, Preppy likes watching it. So I, it's something that I can watch with her. Um, I enjoy watching Star Trek, but they don't really give me good Star Trek stuff anymore. Like Discovery was the last Star Trek thing that I watched that I, I enjoyed. And it's it's over now. So if they came out with a new Star Trek, I might be interested. But it's like now if they come out with a new Star Trek, it's a new cast. You got to get to know them. You know, it's not something that you get overly excited all of a sudden, right? They kind of mm-hmm. got to win you over first. So what if they said, <clears throat> um, what if they announced a new Star Trek movie, <clears throat> and it was something of of like a multiverse situation. Like there's just say multiverse was in title or like X-Men, like days of future past where you're just like, wait a minute, this is like the future and the past. Like, you know, they're going to be meeting up. What if there is something in the title that told you this was going to be something about the old school Star Trek meeting some of their younger selves in the title and and it's it's one of those things that, that is just like oh my gosh I've been a huge Star Trek fan and they're about to bring some of these old people back. You have two options. One, leave yourself in suspense and not click it, not not go to Reddit to read the plot, you know, like not not look at the trailer. Or you have option two, go on a hunt and find out what the hell this thing's about. You know what I mean? I don't think I would do kind of either. I'm just like, even if I knew everything that was possibly going to happen, I like certain characters in Star Trek so much that I just want to see them be them. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, no matter how much I know about what's going to happen, I need to see them reenact it. I need to see them do it. Mm-hmm. It's like a, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So I know I'm definitely asking the wrong person because you don't get excited about stuff. So I don't, yeah, I don't really get excited like that. But like, is he just leaking synopsis, just storylines? No, plots. Yeah, but plots, like words, right? Like, there's no. Like, dude, this guy's going to come out and probably kill this guy. And then this is how it's going to end. Those are plots. Those are like, he's giving away what the, what each ep, he said, they, no, well, they, he didn't say, they said each and every single episode, he's giving away plots. Wow. And summaries. So if, if I were to tell you, like, I know a lot of people were big that on Harry Potter. kind of stupid, though. Like, dude, I wouldn't want to know the summary of every single episode. I want to watch it. That's what I'm saying. That okay, thank you. So now you finally answered my question without thinking too hard about it. <laughs> like that's I wouldn't ex- care to read it. Like I don't care that he released it. I wouldn't read it. I just want to watch the ex- shit. That's exactly what I'm talking about. I so you wouldn't. You wouldn't go like if you saw that you'd be like, "No, I'm not going to look at this." Yeah, I wouldn't and really it, care. That's how I am too with like my Marvel stuff. I'm like I'm like, "Oh, here's a new trailer for for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3." I'm like, "Oh, I don't want to watch this." Like I want I'm, I want to watch it, but I don't want it to give it away, you know. So I'll try to avoid it as much as I can. And if I'm like you, like minding my own business, and then it just pops on my screen, yeah, like I don't want to read it, I don't want to watch it, I don't want to listen to it. I just want to, I want to, I want to see it for myself. I want to, like, you know, experience it. Yeah, yeah. So anybody out there, and I know there's going to be those freaks of nature that want to know everything about it before it actually airs, and then when they get there, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, this is about to happen. It's just like, why are you even here? <laughs> why like, are you even here? It's like, you already know. There was a thing years ago that, you know, um, the books for Harry Potter were being written, and then the movies were being done, and people were very like, oh, this is so cool, and and you know, you can read the movie, or you can read the book, and then go see the movie, and it's so good, it's pretty... You know, they're doing a great job. And then people are like, oh, my gosh, Harry Potter's going to die. Did you read the book? And it's just like. Why are you even here watching the movie if you already know, like, <laughs> like, what the hell, dude? I didn't watch the Harry Potter movies. And when I watched them in theater, I was like. For the first time watching them, you know. But to each their own, I guess. So HBO and, and the way the way Reddit actually found this out is that HBO sent multiple DMC notices to Reddit. (laughs) And this was filed in, of course, good old California, featuring a declaration by a senior VP and for, for Warner Brothers. And they were just like, you guys need to shut this thing down. Please remove immediately. So apparently somebody from there found it, saw it, read it, and probably said, get rid of this now. This is giving us, it it might be fully legitimate, everything that they said. And the thing is, how in the blue hell do people get this information? Well, he's not just going to lose his Reddit account. He's probably going to lose his job because he's probably working somewhere on the inside think so well where else are you going to find insider information like that you're either working somewhere on the inside or you know somebody who's working on the inside and one of you two are about to lose a job if he's working for hbo 
<clears throat> and has information about this stuff and they find out who it is, dude, this is some serious, you know, you know, actually, you know, what's about to happen. <clears throat> I've actually worked with several companies. I'm not going to mention what I did, who I did and with what I did, but I worked with several companies when I'm promoting stuff and I have to sign a piece of paper that says I am not allowed to discuss or make public or anything about any of the products or conversations or anything that we have. Um, until after they have released the product or whatever it is. So for example, let's say I, and I never worked for Samsung, but let's just say I'm working with Samsung and they're just like, Hey, we want you to help us out with the S 22 ultra. I won't be able to say anything until they say it's okay. Either one, they say it's okay. Or two, they make their announcement saying, here comes the new S 22 ultra. And then I can start talking about it. It's like when Elias went over to Amazon and was working in lab, what, 156 or 136 or whatever the hell it was, right? Mm -hmm. He couldn't just talk about everything he was doing over there because he was working in the department that was developing future products, right? Yeah. Yeah, so... Crazy stuff, man. Crazy stuff. Okay, so we got this other one. How much time you got? Not much. So let's okay. make this one quick and then wraps her up. We'll do this last one then. Microsoft sues Activision key and token sellers for enabling customers piracy. So. <laughs> Is this like when you go to a website, I'm not going to mention any names, but you could purchase a Windows key? I think so. Well, let me see. <laughs> let me see. Um so according to this, there's a complaint filed in Washington court this week. Microsoft targets Canadian company called the Search People Enterprise, Never. LTD, assumed by director, whatever this guy's name is, and a couple John Doe defendants, one through ten. The defendants are described as prolific distributors of black market access devices, a.k.a. activation keys and tokens for Microsoft software. Those who bought keys and tokens may have been under the impression that they were purchasing official software. But as Microsoft explains that it that is not only misleading but mischaracterization, I can't even say that word, mischaracterization mm -hmm. of yeah. the things they were sold. So the background of it, Microsoft says that it develops software and distributes digital downloads using its own site and those of other vendors. Importantly, Microsoft stresses that it does not sell software. It offers licenses that enables people to use its software under a set of strict terms and conditions. Products including blah, 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 you know, Windows 11, 10, Vista, Office, all that crap. Microsoft can also provide a product activation key to be entered as part of the installation process. So like software tokens, which enable downloads and automatic software activation, activation keys are anti-piracy tools and exchanging money for them is not the same as buying a license. Microsoft makes it very clear. The activation of a piece of software means nothing in the absence of a license. You followed me so far? Okay. So what these guys are doing, the defendant's customers unwittingly have infringed and continue to infringe Microsoft 
by using unauthorized access devices to download, copy, and activate Microsoft software. Not the key. So not the, the key. Okay. Yeah, you don't. They you, pretty much you don't need the key. You're 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 downloading the software that quote unquote has a key built in. Defendants and the and the Doe defendants material materially contributed to their customers infringing by knowingly and intentionally sourcing and reselling decoupled product keys to be used by their customers to facilitate the downloading, copying, and activation of Microsoft copyright protected software from unauthorized and counterfeit downloading sites. Microsoft says it's entitled to recover its actual damages. So they're suing for a hell of a lot of money. So what they're doing is they're saying like, here is a key, go to this website, put the key in. So it makes it sound like it's a token or an activation key. Mm. But what they're actually doing is, is they're downloading. Imagine going to Pirate Bay. And you're trying to download Microsoft Office, except they're creating their own website. And the way it's happening is they're going to this website that obviously it's not Pirate Bay. And they're saying here is, you know, you go in, you pay, you make a login. They're, they email you an activation token. You put that token in and that token now lets you download the software just like Pirate Bay that has it all unlocked, broken, jailbroken, or whatever you want to call it. It's all downloaded and everything ready to go with everything already hacked in, but it doesn't – but it's not Pirate Bay. It, it makes it look like they're giving you an actual key, an official key from Microsoft, but it's not. You're downloading the software. Mm. It's it's different from some of the software that we've used in the past where you download the official software from Microsoft, but you may purchase a key from somewhere else, right? Mm -hmm. In this situation, they're actually downloading the software through the same place where they're getting the key, and both of them are pirated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and funny. the key is not a legit – it's almost like a confirmation number. It's like here's this key. It looks like a key. Yeah. But it's a confirmation number, and then that confirmation number double-checks it within their system and says, okay, yeah, you made this purchase. Go ahead and download the pirated software. Right, yeah. <laughs> you just got to be careful with what you're purchasing, right, I guess? That's like that's like trying to say, like, hey, you want you want Cody? Cool, pay me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, we don't know who's done that before. <laughs> but, you want yeah, this? well, you know, it is what it is. You want this APK? Pay me. <laughs> yeah, pay me. Pay me. You want this hat? Get Buzz TV. Get Buzz TV. Yeah, that's right. Make sure you check out the so, down below. Protect yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty intense. So watch yourself. Protect yourself. You know, we do say get that VPN. We do say protect yourself. Know what you're doing when you are getting it. Um, if you're using this stuff how it's meant to be used, then you should be okay. Um, if it's not, then do it at your own risk. You know, yeah. we just try to give you guys the information here. But yeah, um, everything's in the description below. When, when, when we recommend stuff, you know, we've done some research, we've done some testing, we've done um, our due diligence to be sure, like, hey, this is good. Like, 
But that being said, at the end of the day, we don't run any of these companies, right? Like, <laughs> right? So just because we recommend something, doesn't mean that it's the 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 end all. What is the saying? End all, say all. Some shit like uh, that. Something like that. <laughs> Some shit like that. <laughs> Whatever. So you know, yeah, you got to do your own research too. At the end of the day, yeah. So appreciate you guys. Um, hopefully, you guys do leave us a comment with the difference between Caribbean and Caribbean. Oh the Caribbean. <laughs> Let us know one or two. One, oh, I forgot what I said earlier. Caribbean, I think Caribbean was one, and Caribbean was just want to be an island boy. You can comment that down below, too. Island boy, (laughs) (laughs) I want to fight one of those guys, dude. (laughs) All right, guys. So, thank you guys for watching and listening to uh, Beyond the Streams from wherever you're watching or listening listening to us from. Make sure you leave us a comment or review so other people like yourself can find the content that you enjoy. Uh, Make sure that you also come out every Thursday between. 1 to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We usually have a live show. You can be a part of the conversation, be a part of the community. Uh, make sure that you have those notifications turned on because you never know who we're going to have on or where the conversation's going to go. I'll see, or we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. <laughs>